Hey guys and welcome to another edition of the Lazy Boy Lyman Fantasy Football League Podcast. Just wrapped up week one. We've got some winners, we've got some losers, um, and probably some boozers at this point. Uh, got, got some moves on the waiver wire taking place and uh, looking forward to next week's matchup. Plus, we have our very first guest on our podcast, Aaron Jones. Not the lackluster running back from this weekend, but the lackluster, lackluster uh, manager of the Anger Architects will be joining me here in just a little bit uh, to talk about his week one performance uh, and, and to kind of figure out where he's going to go uh, from here as it was a rough week for him. So let's go ahead and, uh, and dive right in. Had some great football games. Uh, saw some offensive flourishes, and then we saw some uh, some defenses flex their muscles as well. Going to dive into results from this weekend. Starting at the top here, week one, uh, I think the highest combined scoring uh, matchup, Chub Club versus Gridiron Grandpas. And the Chub Club came out victorious about 13 points, uh, 148, uh, 135 and some change. Angry Architects, I mentioned before, uh, took it on the chin to Aaron Hernandez, MVP, 123 to 101 and some change. So that's a, uh, and there's some interesting, his team uh, probably should have performed better than that, and we're going to talk to him about that a little, little later on. Uh, third matchup of the week, uh, Devante's Inferno, his first time playing in the Lazy Boy Lineman Fantasy Football League, takes out former two-time champion Drug Money. Uh, 121 to 117. This was an interesting matchup as both um, both of those guys had players that did not perform uh, where they needed to, but also had some uh, some boom, some players boom uh, to help keep their keep their teams in it. So that was an interesting matchup. And then uh, crowd hammers. Even though we got an A minus on the draft report card. Lost to the uh, D minus drafted Raiders of the Lost Yards, score 143 to 103. Uh, and Crowd Hammers um, had some underperforming players on his team, uh, to say the least, as well. And then the closest matchup of the week goes to the Flamingo and B minus Ballers game, where it was less than a two point victory for Flamingo. Uh, over the B-minus ballers. With the help of a 30-yard field goal with about 30 seconds left in the game uh, for old Justin Tucker and the Ravens. Three points, put them over the hump there uh, to secure the victory. So, exciting. A lot of of close games. Got a couple blowouts, but um, that's to be expected week one whereas you're trying to feel your way around who's Who's going to produce? Who's not going to produce? What games? What's the game script going to be? And I fully expect next week to be completely different game script because the defenses will have time to to make adjustments, and offense will also try to make moves uh, to stay in front of the defense. So I think it's going to be a few weeks before we actually know what actual usages might be for some of these players. But um, after week one, it has me already diving diving deep in the waiver wire, looking to see if I can try to find a hidden gem somewhere so we'll be right back with our first guest 
for the podcast. We'll be right back and talk some more football with Aaron Jones after a quick break from our sponsors. Hey guys, are you planning a vacation coming up soon? Uh, Look into Posse Travel Services. Uh, Whether you're going out west and ride a burrow down the Grand Canyon or whether you're going to Miami Beach, uh, Posse Travel Services will be able to help you out. Se habla espanol and they will get you taken care of. Okay guys, you know how everybody likes the comfort of their home. And we have Grubhub, uh, we have DoorDash, so people can, can get services and goods delivered to their doors. Their, their groceries come weekly now. You can get meal prep delivered to you. Uh, there is a brand new service out there, Jamie's Bartending Buddy Services. Uh, you get home from work at night, and you want that special bartender to come and mix up your favorite cocktail for you. Go ahead, download the app today, Jamie's Bartending Buddy. They'll send a bartender directly to your house and they will get your favorite cocktail mixed up for you. And you can just sit there with your feet up and watching some Monday night football. That's uh, Jamie's Bartending Buddy Services for all your bartending needs while in the comfort of your home and not have to worry about finding a designated driver or Ubering home. All right, as promised... This wonderful Thursday evening, Thursday night football just started. Uh, Aaron Jones, the aforementioned owner of Angry Architects, joins us on this wonderful walk we're going on here with got a little Maggie and some strobe lights from a busted water main. But so if you hear some dogs barking or some crickets in the background, don't adjust your headphones, guys. We're just going for a little late night stroll here and going to talk some football with you. So let's let's start with Thursday night. Do you have anybody playing tonight, uh, Giants? And Redskin or ooh, ooh, Washington, football, Washington football team. Football team. Yeah, you might playing tonight. I've got Washington defense starting tonight. Um, drafted Sterling Shepard, but I would rather not punish myself by starting him yet. He's more of a so waiver, uh, or a bye week stash. Yeah, so it's kind of a Daniel trash can kind of game. You think with the Redskins gonna gonna get a couple ints or what's your what's your thoughts on that? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Divisional I, game. It could. Yeah, it's a divisional game. I've got Logan Thomas playing, and um, wasn't real happy about it when Fitzmagic went down, but um, there's no better options out there right now. So he's suited up and playing, so hopefully we get some we get some points from him. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's take it back just a little bit, because those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it. So let's talk about week one here. Uh, 20-some-odd point loss to Aaron Hernandez, MVP. Um, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. That's one of the games I missed this week. I picked uh, the Angry Architects by a bunch. And uh, it kind of went sour from the beginning, from that first Thursday night game with Zeke. I mean, your two running backs, uh, your twin, Aaron Jones and Zeke, combined for 8.2 points. And they were supposed to, they were projected to get like 32. Yeah. So what, uh, what are your thoughts going forward and, and thoughts on, on their performance? Well, they were my number one and two draft picks. So, you know, you got to start them or – Something went horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, also, I think Zeke was just game scripted out. Um, he kind of hung out in pass protection and picked up uh, rushers um, from Tampa Bay the whole game. And Dak Prescott 
I think they were sandbagging on him. He looked great. <laughs> uh, he looked really good throwing the ball to Amari Cooper, who just about cost me my fantasy game. Um, thanks to his, like, 32-point performance. He did look great uh, coming back from that from that injury. So, and I, I did not catch the Green Bay-New Orleans game, but from what I gather, nobody on Green Bay bothered to show up to play. So is this another Aaron Rodgers press conference relax type season? Do you think they're in trouble? Do you think they're going to come out and stomp the Lions uh, this week? Or? I think they're going to stomp the Lions. I, I, I hesitate to take too much from week one. I feel like the revolt, results from week one are always weird. And without a, a preseason team, they're still going to take four games to figure out who they are and what they're trying to do. It's always a chess match at the beginning. Offense and defense, coordinators trying to, to get the upper hand. So you know, we talked about that before on here. Just It's a tough situation um, to know what the true, uh, true game script is, is going to follow. Uh, so some waiver pickups uh, this week. I, I jumped out and I picked up Will Fuller just to kind of – he's supposed to suit up this week. And uh, we'll see if, uh, if he can – he had a good season last year. He's, he's a talented wide out. I mean, he just needs to stay healthy. And there's going to be some people around him that maybe eat into his, um, his catches or his targets, but also, you know, Waddle and uh, – is it Parker also that – well, you know, help maybe maybe free him up a little bit, take some pressure off him because they are they just have have some talented wideouts. And you had a nice pickup this week, actually my first my first waiver preference that you got before me, little Eli Mitchell. I do what I can. How do you feel about that? You know, it's San Francisco, and it's um it's hard to know with the, <laughs> with their team. They like to switch running backs up and it's a running back by committee type of, of situation so i mean it, I, I, it, it could be trey sermon suited up playing 60 percent of the snaps it, it with really, two touchdowns this week i mean a little bit kind of like what the what the patriots have done before in the past with their with their running backs and that's how san francisco is has tended to be over the last couple of years so I, i'm maybe not super excited for about the pickup and i feel like i'm Theoretically well set at running back as soon as Zeke Elliott and Aaron Jones figure out what they're doing. Um, But I I always feel like you can never have too many running backs. These guys tend to get hurt often. Yep, they they do that. So your deadbeat of the week. Oh, definitely. Your your deadbeat of the week uh, for your team would be? My namesake, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Smirching the name. Yep, and and in this case... Um, when they say keeping up with the Joneses, maybe we should try to do better than the Joneses we, we for should. in the running game, maybe. Definitely do that. Um, I think as the whole league goes, uh, Ronald Jones, owned by the Gridiron Grandpas, with a minus .6 on the, on the game. That's tough. With, uh, and I didn't mind it because he had Cooper go off, and that could have definitely swung the game in his favor. But that was a, a disappointment. I think he's more talented than Fournette, uh, and I think he maybe gets the – you know, gets the ball back by the end of the year. But uh, <laughs> it's – uh, I'm not sure Tampa Bay needs to run. Only when they get ahead by four touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's my deadbeat of, of the week. Who – who? Um, let's see, you have uh, – this week you have uh, Raiders of the Lost Yards. Yeah. And you still have Tannehill. You're starting that quarterback no. who was a disappointing – 
disappointment to me last week because I thought he was gonna gonna help uh, put uh, up more in fourteen months. You switch quarterbacks out? Oh yeah, Tanner Hill's playing in Seattle. Yeah, that's not an easy situation. And I thought Prescott looked great at Tampa Bay. So I mean, I spent a fifth round pick on him. He's good. I think he's a better quarterback. So you put Prescott in? Yeah. So I went ahead and switched out for Prescott. Okay. That's uh, I didn't I actually didn't realize he was on your bench last week. That probably hurt a little bit. It hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I put him on the bench. You know, just hearing noise that maybe his shoulder wasn't hundred percent, but you couldn't tell it on the field. So yeah. So let's get into uh, get into some picks. Let me pull open the fantasy app on my phone, and we'll get into picking this week. So we'll start at the top here. Chub Club, Crowd Hammers. Right now, Chub Club's projected um, their favorite by two points. So it's, it's kind of a dead even here. Um, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this matchup? Too close to call? Is it, I mean, it's going to be a matter of somebody going off, touchdown uh, dependent. I think Donnelly's going to... Crowder's going to bounce back from a bad performance? from a bad performance. Okay. Yeah, he, had, he had some guys really underperform last week. Yeah. Um, last week too. So your matchup right now, you're projected by eight over Raiders of the lost yards. You feel comfortable with that or? No, I feel like my team needs to prove that I would take Raiders of the lost yards. You would over take the angry architects at this point. At this point, drug money and Aaron Hernandez. Um, drug money is under one point underdog right now. Aaron Hernandez got you last week. Um, is he going to be able to, to do it again? I think so. I you think, think so? Yeah. Devante's Inferno and Flamingo. This is. Um, the biggest spread so far. This is like an 18-point spread right now, and everybody has their lineup set. So, really, Devontae's Inferno is favored by 18. It's kind of hard to go against that. Although I was favored by 20, and look what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take, take that's, why they, that's why they suit up, guys. Right? That's why, that's why they, they suit the up. And then the last one, the B minus Ballers and the Gridiron Grandpas. 10-point difference right now, um, in favor of the Gridiron Grandpas. Who had the highest score last week yeah, of I, the losing teams? So, I think Greg Iron Grandpa is going to grab one this week. Okay. And any any players out there this week that you think may be on on heightened bust alert? Oh, you know Tannehill going to Seattle. I don't like that matchup. Um. Oh, Mark Ingram. Had a big game going against um, Jacksonville last week. I don't trust the Texans running back situation at all. So I could see that. That, would, that could be, be the only game the Texans win all year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think they're going to. I don't think Ingram's going to go off much this year. Okay. So I don't even think he's the best running back on the team, honestly. Yeah, that's. Uh, and he didn't get targeted in the pass game, which is which is weird. Because didn't he wasn't he a pass catching back at, at the Saints when he was there? Well, everybody was. Everybody was. He, he was more of a kind of between the tackles of the two between him and Kamara. Um. So yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm, I'm glad to have you on. Glad to have a guest. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun little thing. Good place to talk some trash. Any trash you want to throw to the uh, Raiders of the last lost yards? Any? Anything you want to say to them right now? Well, I feel like I need a win again before I start talking trash. Okay, okay. That, ma- that makes sense. Uh, and one of the other reasons would be why I started this. I wanted to help facilitate some trades. Now, 
I'll tell you what, a lot of people may not know this, but you've been my best trading partner over the course of this league. Like, nearly every year we've had at least one trade. Yeah, my garbage for your garbage. That's exactly like, what it is. That guy who's riding at the back of your bench who's slightly too good to send the waivers, yep. but you don't want to start him either. And sometimes you're just tired of looking at that guy. Yep, every, every week you're like, should I play this guy? Is it going to be his week? You play him, it's not, and you don't play him, and it is. So we, all, we call it the, my problem for your problem. And one year it really worked, but one year we, we made the trade, and both of them ended up in our starting rotation for the rest of, rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I know it's only week one. Do you think you have any problems on your team? Um, you know, jury's still out on Michael Pittman. I'm holding on to him because he's a heat-cuts player. But okay. I well, – Well, keep that in mind because – I've got two that I think on my team that could be potential problems that we could maybe swap later on down the yeah, road. And I just picked up Sterling Shepard, who I feel like is one of those guys who mostly makes you lose hair. Yep. I'm, I'm worried about Julio Jones. I know it was a tough matchup the first week, and it's not getting better this week with going to, you know, playing Seattle. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about where he is and where his targets are going to well, come wait, from. What round did you pick him up in? It was late. Late. Yeah, um, that's fine. That's a flyer. Um, and then – OBJ, they're still being cautious with him, but not sure. They looked really good without him. Yeah. They looked really good last week and should have beat Kansas City last week. So I got a couple guys on my bench that I'm already eyeing as too good to send back, too early to send back, but we may have a potential trade stirring there between problem for problem. Yeah. So keep an eye on It's a little hard to know at this point. I feel like that's more of a week seven. Yes. At le- yeah. Scenario. Get past week. You, you, you almost want to get into the buys and, and figure out where – because they could be – there's guys on the bench that could be a good buy play. Just yeah. that waiver wire by the end of the year gets kind of decimated. So, Well, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, we will uh, do a little recap here next – it's Thursday, so I guess I guess we may jump on Sunday before and, and see where we are after Thursday night games and, and get ready for – get ready to recap – and do week three. It's going to go fast. Yep. Two-time champion. Are you going to be the first three-time winner? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Spoken with, right with tons of confidence. We'll see. All right, guys. Till next time, it's not how you finish. It's how you start. Is that, is that how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> because I start 1-0, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about how you start. No. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Chub Club out. <laughs>